What happens in between is all about the awkward middle phase of entrepreneurship. You know, after you've taken your first steps, but before you can live off your passion. Join me, Athena, as I learn from other emerging creators about the tactical and emotional methods they use to keep moving forward after the initial excitement of following your dreams meets the reality of following your dreams. Let's get into it. Hey, welcome to another episode of What Happens in Between. Today is going to be a solo episode. I sincerely hope that you are doing well. I just want to start there. This is a solo, another solo episode. It's been two solo episodes in a row because my production schedule is uh, just an absolute mess right now. A small update on me. February has been, I would say, unnecessarily difficult. (laughs) I've been having a really tough time. And so all of my work is suffering as a result, but I'm starting to feel a little bit better. Given that, I did not have enough time to edit and produce um, one of the interviews for this week, but starting next week, we're going to have, I'll be going back to interview episodes. And today, in keeping my promise to make sure that this is coming out weekly, I just want to offer three questions to think about in going into any project. And let's bring the universe into this. I'm going to call this a nice, uh, maybe serendipitous moment, but it's the middle of February. This is right around the time that people lose interest in uh, their resolutions, basically. Or this is right when habits that you're trying to develop for the new year are starting to slip So I think it's a great time to present these questions that can keep you on track, as well as questions that I use when I'm starting a project to make sure that I don't waste my time, basically. The first question, what are your intentions? And what is the purpose or ultimate goal of this project, habit, work, generally? So this is really important because... It's really easy to have the external or almost aesthetic goal. You know, I'd like to lose weight or I'd like to start a podcast. It's really easy to have that. But when you dig into your intentions, it can help you, number one, develop a why that is motivating enough to get you through tough times, as well as it can help direct you in how this project will come to fruition. So as an example, I was talking to my friend about this book that I want to write. And I was explaining what my intentions are. And he brought to me the idea that perhaps a book is not the the ideal format for achieving the intentions or reaching the audience that I was talking about wanting to reach. And that was really illuminating. That's still something I'm thinking about, but it is very interesting when you when you look at, so do you want to write a book for the purpose of writing a book or do you want to write a book to change the culture of work at large? You know, that's the kind of thing where it's like, oh, so a book might not be the format that will most effectively achieve your intentions. So that's why it's a great question. What are your intentions slash what is the purpose and ultimate goal of this work or project? 
The second question is, what are you willing to give up or change in order to achieve this intention? This is my least favorite question. And I ask myself this constantly. In the studies that I've seen and from what I can understand with my some of my friends who are stopping smoking, uh, you can't just stop smoking. You have to replace it with another habit that that feeds the sort of oral fixation or the busyness that your hands are used to, if that makes sense. And so I feel it's the same way on the inverse where you can't add something without pushing something out. A really great example is if you buy a new couch, you have to move the old couch out of your house or to a different place in order to for the new couch to fit. This is a question that I just grapple with all the time because in my own case, it's like I want to start getting very thorough with inversions. And so the time that I need to spend doing inversions has to come from somewhere. And is that coming from my piano practice time? Is that coming from my leisure time? Uh, Should I start meal prepping as opposed to spending like 90 minutes a day cooking? I don't know. That's still something that I'm, I'm currently experimenting with, but it's really important to, before you start trying to add new things to your life, whether it's a habit or a project, uh, think about what you are willing to give up and or change in your routine or your thinking in order to achieve that intention. Question number three is, under what conditions would you quit or reevaluate this pursuit? I am a huge advocate for quit conditions. I'm not sure if I've talked about it on the podcast yet, but one of the things that has been so helpful for me with long-term projects is very explicitly laying out what conditions I will allow myself to quit. I think I have talked about this on the show, but with this podcast, I felt that the only thing that could stop me from putting out an episode each week for at least 52 weeks is death or a coma. And to be fair, (laughs) that's really extreme. A more reasonable example of this is with my coaching business. I decided in maybe August or something that the only way I would quit or reevaluate whether or not this was worth putting so much energy into is if I went an entire six months without helping a single person. I tend to make my quit conditions somewhat closer to the side of, you know, extreme. But for myself, it works. I think for someone else, it might make more sense to have to have maybe softer conditions that mean reevaluation as opposed to immediate quitting. In terms of reevaluation, I check in with myself. I have like a tracking system that I look at and interact with at least once a week, thoroughly once per month, and then very thoroughly once per quarter. And so in terms of my quit conditions, I feel comfortable making them harsh or maybe narrow because of how often I track progress or evaluate these kinds of things. That's the third question, which I would say actually leads to 
a sub-question of how are you going to measure progress in order to, to see if you're meeting those conditions or not. Third question, under what conditions would you quit or reevaluate this pursuit? Sub-question, how are you going to measure progress? So those are the three questions that I ask myself before and sometimes during every single project I do. I hope you found that helpful. Again, I'll be back next week with an awesome conversation with Raya Hodges, who's an intentional productivity coach, which was really exciting for me. And be sure to subscribe, rate and review and sign up for the newsletter. Uh, You'll get really cool, exclusive freebies through this newsletter. And I've made a nice worksheet with these questions that you can check out. The links to all of those things will be in the show notes and I'll catch you guys next week. Have a good rest of your week. Bye-bye.